Hello, my name's Jess, and this is episode two of the Dreaming Earth podcast. Um, I've just done a really stupid thing and walked for miles somewhere really beautiful to record this episode and did the whole episode and then I got back home, put the memory card in and I didn't record it. So I'm recording it again straight away, but it's I'm in my bedroom. Um, I wanted to do the episode for this um, waxing half moon, which is tonight. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to have to muddle through, but uh, what a strange feeling to have put that energy in and have to do it again, but um, I'm going to go for it anyway. So thank you for being here. Um, thank you for your comments and your encouragement from the last episode. This this is a work in progress, an experimental project. I don't know quite how it's going to shape up, and um, your patience with that and your encouragement is really lovely. Um, I'm a sculptor and an artist in another part of my life as well as a dream worker and this feels very much like that it feels like I'm making something out of clay I don't know I can't see what it'll be yet and I'm trying to bring certain elements in and and, uh, yeah it's very intuitive and so um, I'm going to take a bit of time to shape up but um, yeah here I am again for episode two and I think I'm going to for the moment try and do four episodes so more like one a week um on the half moons and the full and the new moon, so <clears throat> the dark moon. So if you, if that's too many for you, you know, a lot of you subscribed, um, so some people listen to this and subscribe to my website where I add pictures to the audio as well. This is what I've done for a couple of years, um, separate from this podcast. And when I made this change, um, I'm gonna carry that on on the website because I like adding images and this is image-based work. But if four, four um, episodes a month are too much for you, please feel free to unsubscribe. And um, I completely understand that. I hope that some of you will come with me anyway. I think, um, yeah, again, that's an intuitive hit that I got about, about doing them more often. So that's what I'm going with now. It may change. And your feedback would be great as well on that. I'd love to, love to know how you feel about that. So yeah, it's the it's that waxing half moon tonight, which is kind of, you know, obviously the, the, the moon phases sort of rise up and they go down and they rise up and they go down and they get brighter and they get dimmer. And the energetic quality of that um, can really be felt once you start watching those phases. It's quite an interesting way to sort of map your month, your your, your moon cycles. Um, whether the, whether it's visible in the sky or not, it, it you can you can there's ways to find that out quite easily on calendars and in your diary and stuff and yeah, it's just a nice thing to follow. And so the waxing um, half moon, you know, we're not up to the full moon yet. We're still, but we're still on this sort of like upward light, lighting up, pushing energy, this um, this forward going energy. Something different happens after the full moon and, and across the full moon. Um, but at the moment, we're still, we're still going towards, we're still opening up, we're still expanding. Um, and so we may be coming to a bit of a, how should I put it like a, a bit, we might be feeling a bit of resistance at this time of the month towards the thing we are, the thing that we felt so excited by at the start of this moon phase. And so this is almost like the spring, we're coming to the end of the spring season really in this, we're going to start summer in this moon phase if you like that kind of imagery. Um, and so yeah, the, the things are start. we might be starting to feel it by this waxing half moon. So I just wanted to bring that in. And I've actually lost my beautiful moon cards, which I've used before. And so I've drawn us one today just to show us the image of the, of the uh, waxing 
half moon and the waxing is when it's on the right of the moon we see the lit side on the right um, and the more you get used to the, the the way this looks you can associate the way it feels and how it how it's acting um, with how it looks in the sky which is really lovely so yeah so the dream I've got for us today is from the elder tree and I, and I um, there's an elder tree in my garden actually um, who, who I sort of collaborated with last night that's the tree in particular although there's elder trees all over the place they're, they're everywhere and I'm sure most of you know them um, we've been making elderflower cordial and sorbet and vinegar and things like that from the flowers there'll be the berries before long as well and um, this is a really lovely summer uh, summer tree the, the smell everyone will know you'll know you know if you've bought things that are elderflower flavor that scent is such an English summer smell it's so beautiful um, but the rest of the time it's it's you know you could say it's an insignificant sort of um, hedgerow tree but I love it and that's that's who the dreams come from last night and so the message when when I went back out this morning with my dream the message that came back in a sentence I'm trying to get them in a sentence so that I don't add too much of anything else in there and the message was pay attention to your longing that's pay attention to your longing. And so, yeah, the subject of longing, it's like, <clears throat> we all know what longing feels like. Um, some of us will try and push that feeling down because it can feel difficult, can't it? Longing, by in its very essence, is a feeling we get when we lack something. We, there's something that we need, and the longing is the pull inside ourselves that tells us that it's not there. <clears throat> and so this can be quite a difficult thing to feel. And we're encouraged to respond to all kinds of other um, other directions, uh, other types of pulls, which are much more surface and much more um, much less involved with who we really are. And so they might be things to do with what other people think, how uh, how culture might approve, how our family might approve, things that are expected of us. Um, and these these kind of feelings, they might be desires or wants, but they they don't have that expansive like soaking through feeling that longing does and that that quality that they've got is is much more um it's a much more superficial need and often we have to go through those in life you know and if we're you know any of you listening who are, who are young and in the young part of your life those things are very important aren't they to wade through and get through in order to know that they're not a true longing you know they might feel like a very true longing and a very a, a very deep part of who we are um, until we've done them and got them and realised that no, there's still something else there's, there's another feeling beneath that and that's the, that's the feeling I mean by the longing but this, this painful feeling that we get and you know, we can go into our bodies and, and find where that is you know, it could be around your heart space in your chest, in your throat, in your hands you know, longing could be anywhere but you'll know where it is um, when, you, when you go into your body and that feeling can hurt you know, longing can hurt but I want to invite us today to think of longing as a signpost, not like one of those cultural signposts that lead us to a dead end and a kind of soulless um, anxiety and emptiness, not, not those kind of things, but that deeper longing that's connected to a divine source, you know, that, that's leading us somewhere very, very much different um, from what's, you know, normally in the overculture offered to us in terms of carrots and sticks and things that we should go after. So yeah, I'd encourage you to go into your body, shut your eyes and go into your body and, and you might know what your longings are, you know, if you're lucky, you know, a lot of us don't know, a lot of us don't know what those things are, not for years and years and decades maybe. 
Um, but we can start to play with that idea of where is that longing? Is, can we sense into that in our body? Is there something? And often, you know, it's not something we could name. It's just a feeling like a very, and for some of us, very faint. Um, so I encourage you to go in and, and, and listen. Ask your body, where's the longing? What does the longing feel like? Where, where is it located? Is it in the chest? Is it in the belly? Um, is it around the shoulders, the top of the head? Where does the longing present itself? And actually some of you will know the thing that you're being tugged to. Often it's something that makes you feel very afraid, that's very a, cha a challenging kind of feeling, um, something that would be entirely against your um, conscious nature to go towards, be terrifying, and often that again is a signpost that this is something potentially for us, that's, that's part of us, that's part of our truer nature, our divine nature. And so, yeah, there may be something, um, you know, and it could be something that seems totally unrealistic and the kind of thing, you know, you know, we have these people in our lives, don't we, that, that um, tend to put our fires out. They're very quick to say, oh, well, that wouldn't work. That's not realistic. Um, you know, we all have those people in our lives. And these longings, that the nature and the texture and the quality of those longings are the kind of things that may pe make people say that, make people react like that if you brought out your longings and spoke about them. Um, they, they would turn away. Often they feel challenged that, that they aren't going deep enough in, into, their, into their souls, into their bodies, into their life. Um, and being brave enough to look at their longings, and that's a whole, that's a whole different thing, their reaction. But, you know, those, those things that maybe we've always wanted to do or be or say or experience, um, often since we were little people, um, it could be to do with a creative part of yourself, um, a sexual part of yourself, um, some some kind of activity like dancing, music. Um, it could be it could be en in any part of your life. Uh, th th this kind of longing. It could be something to do with longing to belong in in some group, to feel part of something. To it, it, yeah, I mean. It doesn't have to be a subject matter, does it, Longing? It doesn't have to be, I'd love to play the piano. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. And, and, and you know, if it is that, that there's there, there would be more unfolding from that, wouldn't there? The, the body would want, want something from that that it needs to experience. It needs to, it needs to feel its way. And, and this is mysterious stuff. We don't know where our longings take us. We don't know that. We just follow this irresistible tug. Um, when we get hold of it, when we can sense into it. And so, yeah, this message today is, is to pay attention to your longings, whether you know about them or you don't. Um, and if you don't, it's to become curious and, and see if you can find even the whisper of a longing, something deep, deep down inside you that you know, that you wish, 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 <laughs> um, that you wish was for you. And that's, that's a good sign that it actually is for you. And sure, it takes a lot of courage, um, it takes time, it takes all kinds of things sometimes to go towards that, but we can start, we can take a tiny step. So um, that would be the next thing this month. Whilst we're in this waxing half moon, we're still coming up, we're still, the, the effort's still going in, the energy's still rising. We could say, what tiny step could we take towards that longing? Um, and if that is something that we know about, you know, you'll know a tiny step you could take towards it. Maybe it's pulling out that cello you got years ago I'm thinking of one of my friends in particular and just sitting in the room don't have to play it don't have to be in an orchestra just get it out let's see it and it might be drawing a picture of a cello and putting it on the wall it might be 
and find some ingredients to, to bake a simple cake with because you've always wanted to bake and you've always felt that that's what other people do and that's not what you do. You know, it could be, it could be thinking about knowing that your longing is to do with movement and dance and, and just experimenting with moving on your own in your living room with a CD on. Or, or if you have, you know, spare money, looking into a class. Or, and again, you don't. We don't have to commit at this stage. This is just about a little step towards um, giving a gift to the longing. You know, acknowledging the longing in some tiny way. Or you might feel brave. You might feel this. This might be the month and the year and the time that you really give your longing your full attention um, and your and the, and the full force of your of your energy and your love. Um, and in which case I really applaud that and I'd love to hear about it. But for a lot of us, you know, these are little steps, aren't they? And we build slowly into the place where we, we are living in longing. And yeah, and that's the thing I guess I wanted to say as well um, from that message is that longing, it can be painful. It can be really painful, you know, and lots of, a, a very um, painful longing is for women is to, it's the wanting of a child, you know, and and that longing might feel like it will never be satiated, and in some ways, there's there's grief attached to that, isn't there? And, and there's a lot, there's a lot of um, time spent in the body, understanding the grief of that, and the, and acknowledging the grief of that. That's a, that's a really big deal for a lot of you listening. I know that. Um, I know personally that that's that that's a thing for a lot of you. Um, but there's still something in the longing, the longing to birth something, the longing to hold something that's yours. The longing to have a face look back at you with recognition. Um, the longing to watch something grow. You know, there's a reason that you long to be a mother, if that's you, um, or a father. And that's not. And and if and if there's not a human child in the mix, then then there, you know that that has to be acknowledged. But that longing's still there for a reason. Maybe there's some other imaginative way that it wants to come out. And I'd really, really encourage you to look at it um, in that way because the longings are never a waste and they're never wrong. They're, they're actually how we exist best in the world. That's how we bring ourselves to the world. That's where we connect. And that longing, that, that sensation of longing, you'd never want that to end. That's what draws you through life. That's what's, that's what's um, connecting you to the presence and the divine, the divinity around us and nature and, you know, all the good stuff, all the good stuff that we can actually rely on. Um, so yeah, and, and oddly enough, I pulled a card from a deck that my friend Emma gave me called You Are The Medicine. It's an oracle deck, it's not a tarot deck. And it's longing, the, the card is actually called longing. Um, and there's a picture on here of a woman with a baby. It's in a, there's a full moon in the sky, this beautiful dilated full moon. She's got her eyes shut and she's holding this baby in the night sky. There's this sort of cloud feel and some houses. So it's it's a natural environment where, where where humans are living as well. You know, we're all in there together. Um, and she has a star on her head and her eyes shut. And there's a real sense in this card actually of what I've just been talking about that longing to birth something, to to hold something, to um, bring something out that that needs our care and our love and our watering and our feeding. Um, yeah, so if you have a look at this picture, and again, if you're listening on the podcast, you won't have the pictures, but if you go to the website and subscribe, or, or just go and look at the episode there, you'll see the pictures of these cards, as well as some pictures of um, the elder and various other bits and bobs. Um, 
so yeah that's that's the card we picked so have a look at the have a look at that image and um let yourself imagine into that see what comes up for you whether there's memories or sensations or colors or feelings emotions things that come up to do with longing and that might give you little pointers as to where you might start with your work with giving um, attention to your longing okay so there's one more card that i've got and it's a tarot card from the pagan other worlds and we've got the three of wands um it's this is a great card and the threes are kind of like a joining of energy they're like a you know it could be people it could be ideas it could be skills it could be anything that you pull together to to, to create more power and more um, stability and more just more <laughs> to create more to bring more to the table and so the ones are our fire and so we've got this this fiery energy in in the three um and again longing could be really tied tied to fire this spirited um fuel that we need it, it, you know need in our lives on the on the planet and this this is our ins inspiration and our nothing which excites and lights and ignites um and so the, yeah the idea of bringing bringing together some elements you know so this is a slightly you know if you if you've got some ideas around your longing you could be bringing things together, tying things, tying three threads together to make a stronger cord. Um, and there's a sense in which, you know, you look out on this horizon in the card, there's some calm waters, a couple of boats, but it's a very wide horizon and um, in the Smith Rider Waite card, there's a real sense of, the, the, there's a figure in that card and he's looking out too on this wide open expanse. There's something about dreaming big and um, really feeling into how, how can we dream even bigger? How can we long for even more? How can we really um, let our longings kind of sing out? This isn't about restricting and bringing down and, and uh, downsizing. This is the opposite. This is the three. This is like bringing together, combining forces. Um, and again, this could be with people in your life. This could be with various ideas that are, that are sort of coming together in some way. Or you could be combining different skills that you have, organisational skills with creative skills or musical skills with literary skills or any kind of um combining that you might that you might uh, intuitively feel around this subject so yeah that's that card too and that will be on the on the images you can have a look at that and see how that makes you feel these these ones are planted in the ground now and they're shooting leaves you know there there's real potential here in this card and again with any of this work we don't know what's coming we don't know where we're going with our longings but i think when we use them as an anchor and a compass, we can always go back to that feeling. That feeling's always there when we listen to it, that longing, and that's and that's God. <laughs> that's God or goddess. That's that's what's pulling pulling us towards um, the thing that is healthful and whole and experiential and embodied. And that and those things are, are the things the world needs more than anything. Our best offerings, you know. So there we are, that's what we've got. So finally, I've got the waking dream for us as well. Um, it's a real shame I'm in my bedroom here instead of... I hope you can hear the birds, there's so many sparrows outside the window. Um, I was somewhere lovely earlier for us. I was in this tiny little copse on top of the common, a sheep all round it. And the sheep obviously come inside this little copse. I'll put a photo on anyway, actually, um, because, yeah, that, that's where I took us. <laughs> I've had to do it in my bedroom now. The dog's still by me by my feet. Um, and actually the elder tree is outside the window, so that's quite nice. But yeah, so I've got this waking dream. And this is something we're gonna um, 
bring into the dream work. Uh, it's, it's an image-based practice, and this is from um, this work that I did with the elder last night. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, ask it to uh, sort of lead you in with three breaths, and on, the, on each out breath I want you to visualise the numbers three, two, and then one. And so um, if you get yourself comfortable somewhere, lie down or sit with your arms and legs um, not crossed, you know, just open and comfortable, somewhere where you're not going to be disturbed. Um, and this waking dream is called the tall white flower. So when you're ready, just close your eyes. And on the out breaths, I want you to visualise first the three. Now the two. Finally, the one, tall, straight and bright. See yourself in an empty street. You're stood outside a temple and from within its walls you can see the top of a beautiful tall white flower. See the flower standing with ease and grace, pure white against the bright blue sky. See that the temple door is slightly open and go in. You are stood in a covered area which leads out into a walled garden. The floor is tiled, but it is full of woolly grey debris. Feel everything that is troubling you in your life and see and feel how it relates to the woolly grey debris all over the floor. See a broom to your right, take it and begin sweeping. Sweep the woolly grey debris into piles and push it out of the open door with your broom. Push it out to the left and watch it fly away. Go into all the corners finding the calm shape of the room and see the patterns of the tiles appearing as you go. When the tiled floor is completely clear, walk forward across its surface, out into the walled garden. See, smell and touch the different plants growing there. See rocks and small waterfalls. Walk towards the tall, pure white flower and turn and lean against its strong stalk. Look up through its leaves and see the large white flower, luminous and bright against the blue sky. Feel the body of the flower holding your body. Feel its strength, ease and grace filling you with its white light, flowing through you from your feet, up through your legs, trunk, throat and head, and down your arms and into your fingers. Feel the white light flowing through your heart space and lighting it up. Feel tall, strong, radiant and still. Know that you are the flower and the flower is you. See yourself turning to thank the flower and the garden and walk back across the clear tiles to the door. See yourself back in the street. You are tall and radiant and full of light. Know that you can come back. And then take a breath out and open your eyes, seeing yourself tall, and radiant and full of light in the street and that's it there we are that that will have done its work um and yeah feedback to me about the waking dreams if you've got anything you want to ask about them or um comment about them you can either comment on the website on the comment section or you can email me um anything like that at all would be lovely so yeah i think that's it that's complete um a little bit strange to have done the done the uh podcast episode twice but there we go <laughs> I've done my best with it I hope um I hope there's something in there for you um and pay attention to your longing from elder that's what we came in with and that's what I'll leave you with 
as well as my three favourite words of the moment, courage, imagination and heart. So um, until next time, thank you so much and see you on the full moon.